Wow. Uh, Welcome to Counter Guys. Episode fucking 13. Grab your drink, y'all. Um, Have a drink with us. That actually was really good timing. I'm very surprised that that was... That was Wow, we, we did not <laughs> we did not work on the time. We I just, literally <laughs> just walked through the door. I'm not gonna lie. What's going on, people? Um, it's another episode, another beautiful day here in Portland, Oregon. Um, it's rainy, pissing all over the place, oh, compensating for having sunshine for almost a solid three months. Oh, it's been raining hard, pissing hard. What you been up to all day? Um, I worked earlier, mm-hmm. and then. After work, I came home. Oh, cheers, I, by the way. Oh, Here. cheers. And then... Came home, and then... Once I got home, mm-hmm. I ended up knocking out on the couch without meaning to. Nice. Watching YouTube. <laughs> and then... Watching some more Madden videos. Yeah. It's this guy I like to watch. Nice. And then... Um, he's actually sponsored by Madden. The, so oh, I'm, this is the this is the TD Barrett guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. So I watch him so I can get help my Madden skills get a little bit better. Hey man, if you get if you're good at the game, and that's what's up. And then I also FaceTimed with my grandpa a little bit. Nice. Talked to my uh, mom, mm-hmm. not my biological mom, but my adopted mom. Okay. And so, and then after that. I ended up FaceTiming with, or talking on the phone with my cousin. I've been on my, okay, so I was talking to my cousin, and I just cut off the phone with her. We were on the phone for, like, three hours. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Holy fuck. And then she was just helping me set up on, like, literally the whole conversation was just schooling. Oh, wow. For the most part. That's what's up, though. Hey, man. I'm planning on going back to school, if I haven't said it already. Hey, congrats, my guy. You're doing most than uh, other people would right now, honestly. I'm trying to follow that trend. But I'm hella busy. Fucking. You just take little by little. That's true. I've been a junior for three years. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's a a lie. I've been a junior for two years, technically. Um, It's okay. I've had 12 credits since 2018 and have not gone any further. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. So I'm like in the very beginning stages. I don't even know how many credits (laughs) I have. Maybe like. 20 something 30 something I don't, I don't remember my mine's weird i'm been doing berkeley online and it's like an interdisciplinary degree so i can pretty much do whatever i want really i can take whatever classes just as long as i hit a certain amount of um credits so what do you what are you going to school for it's just music um i've already taken my music business classes i've taken uh um, I've taken a couple of producing classes, uh, hearing, what other classes, just, just a lot of different, different things that I just saw. I, I just wanted to take them. Uh, I took a drum course that I failed. You failed? Really? <laughs> I failed within two weeks. What? I know. I've been a drummer. Yeah, I've been a drummer for been about dr- seven, eight years and I swear, and I, and for some reason I failed a drum class. Yeah, That's I know. Crazy. It's because my videos wouldn't upload properly, mm-hmm. and he said that uh, I was off time, and it was because I edited the videos, and I didn't have any proper like recording equipment. Mm-hmm. So as I was recording it um, on my laptop, uh, and I was videotaping it with my phone, they wouldn't sync up for some reason. So I tried to just send him just the audio, 
And then he was like, the video's not there. Not good enough. F. And then Damn. I tried that for a second one. And then I tried to jump out of the class in the third week to get my uh, get my money back so I could jump into another class. Mm-hmm. And he didn't approve it until the fourth week. So, yeah. Well, I guess that kind of makes sense if you don't have video because you can always just upload. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just very honest. I was like, I'm a broke college student. I can only do so much. <laughs> okay. Come on now. You can't bite my face off just because yeah it was just it was just some stupid shit plus he wanted us to do everything based off of uh sheet music mm-hmm. i am not smart enough to understand sheet music i haven't even gone through the class i i understand a little bit of sheet music but it was playing drums to sheet music and it's just a completely I've, different i've never seen anybody do that before there's people do it but it's very like jazz oriented and Orchestra, maybe, mm-hmm. just gig, like gigging type of drums uh, is where most of that comes from. Mo- I've just always learned everything by ear. Like, I've taught myself everything, or someone's taught me different Can things. Can they hear me when I talk? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's popping up, it's popping up. It's a little quiet, but uh, I think you're good. I think I think you're in a good space. As long as it's like a fist away. Like yeah. a fist away is the perfect. My lines are just not as big as yours. Oh, I'm just a loud motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Come on now. I, I've dialed my shit down a little bit too. So, okay. Uh, but yeah, no, man. Just been crazy day. I'm glad that you're doing um, you're doing more school stuff. What, what are you going in for? So I've been going around. So I've been looking at local college, like community colleges. So I looked at like PCC. Mm-hmm. Um, I also looked at Clackamas and I'm trying, so basically what I want to do is he got notes. Yeah. I started taking notes. I mean, I'm, I mean, business. That's, that's some good notes, bro. And oh yeah. Let's see. Where's it at? Damn. That's not even this. This man has three pages of notes, four hey, pages of notes. What can I say? Wait, three or four. Where are we at? It's like three, three. Okay. Um, so basically my goal is. So I was sitting there thinking, and I'm like, I really enjoy working at my job, but I really love sports, too. Mm-hmm. And the personal training is not really something that catches my attention. Right. Is to personal train someone for a living. Mm-hmm. But I also want to be involved with sports a lot. But I am too old to become an athlete. No one's going to freaking try and bring on a 26-year-old. So... What I decided is maybe if I work for a sports team, I mean, I'm really into football and stuff. So I was like, maybe I can become a recruiter because I'm already good in sales. And so why don't I just transition that rather than like selling a product? I guess it's kind of selling a product in a way you're selling them to come to your team. Well, but, because players are almost a product in, in general, right? It's just it's just to maintain. It's like buying a car. Mm-hmm. It's like buying a car and adding it to the fleet, right? Yeah. And then just seeing who's whose fleet is like the best or whatever. It's a weird analogy I just gave, but like that more no, or less kind of, you know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. And so basically I decided maybe if I w- try and become like a recruiter for like a college football team or like okay. maybe even lead to a professional football team. I mean, you never know. I mean, sky's the limit. Right. So I figured to start kind of researching what that looks like. So I've been reaching out to recruiters 
at different colleges and stuff like that. I haven't heard anything, but I figured it'll mm-hmm. come eventually. Someone won't respond. Yeah, that's cool. And then I found out I have a cousin that's a college football recruiter when I was in California this past weekend. Oh, shit. And so... Was he giving you, like, notes and stuff, too? Well, I haven't met him yet, but my cousin who I was just on the phone with said that she's going to connect me with him. That'd be really cool. I mean, does he do it specifically with San Francisco, or is it just in general? He travels all over the United okay, States. Okay, that's cool. So, there's one video of him in, like, California, and then there's another video where he was over at, like, Old Miss. Okay. And so, he just goes, and he's, like, on the field and everything. Um, she doesn't know exactly what he does, but mm-hmm. he does work for a team, and she thinks he's a recruiter. Um... Because he'll post, like, oh, my boy over here, such and such. And it's, like, just a bunch of football clips. And he's on the sideline. Um, but she's going to try and connect me to him. But anyways, I'm over here ranting. But uh, Hey, rant, man. Fucking, it's <laughs> nice to actually, like, sit back and be quiet. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, so basically, I've been doing research. And I'm, like, first I Googled what does it take to become a college or a, fo- a football recruiter. First, I put college, but then I didn't want to set a limit of the potential that I can go. Right. And so I just put a football recruiter. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have like deg- have like bachelor's degrees and like associate's degrees, and it's in like sports management or uh, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I looked at the local colleges community colleges to see what they provide locally rather than just going to a straight university trying mm-hmm. to s- save some money start from the ground up yeah at least knew my two years at a community so i found that portland community college has exercise science okay and then clackamas community college has fitness technology that's pretty cool or yeah so, so are you not like set on a certain so basically what college I'm, no, I'm trying to shop around. Um, I put in submitted information to each college. Those are the only two colleges that actually provide something related that puts you into. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other colleges locally that provide like stuff, but it's more of like personal training side, which isn't the direction I want to go. Right. It's more uh, round based. Yeah. So okay. this is more generic. Mm-hmm. Like my cousin I was on the phone with, she was saying, find something a little bit more broad that puts you in the area of what you want to do and then get like a minor in specifically what you want. So that way, if you don't get what your minor is in, you have, so like, for example, go to school for, what's that? What's what, can, can you know, the study of the body or something. Okay. It starts with a K. Okay. And then like do like a minor in sports management or something so that basically way. getting your foot in the door right and just kind of yeah being so able to be able to step your foot wherever you go basically yeah so the degree okay. is like the broad general to get your foot in the door mm-hmm. and then the minor is to specifically put you in that position that you want so say you don't get that you still have that broad general degree to where you can go different avenues right so i'm trying to find something that'll put me working with a sports team mm-hmm. and then maybe get a minor in like sports management or something to where it specifically puts me into the avenue of recruiting. So that's why it's kind of like exercise science and fitness technology. And what I'm going to do is I send in my information. I'm going to message a, uh, when they get back to me, I'm going to sit down with an advisor, kind of tell them what my goals are. Um, as of right now, 
to become a football recruiter for college? If so, if I can become a freaking 49er football recruiter, you know how pretty cool sick that would be? <laughs> hey, I mean, like, just in general, I mean, that's the cool thing, too, is you, you don't always, you build up to it exactly. a lot of times. I mean, um, what sounds, what which always sounds the best is to basically just be able to put your foot in the door of anything. Um, exactly. That's why I'd be kind of open to, like, going to, like, starting out with, like, football at a state college or a university right. or something like that. Start with the ducks, start with the beavers or something. Exactly. Right? So. Um, and, and then, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell the recruiter what I want to do and then what my plans are and then eventually this is where I want to end up. So then have them recommend certain classes I need to take. And even if there's a degree that I need that they don't have, maybe I can ask them, well, what classes can I take that will transfer towards that degree? Mm-hmm. I just got to make sure that I'm going to school full time because that way the military, the VA will cover for my school. Right. Life. Okay. That makes sense. Um, but as of right now, based on the numbers I was putting together, I don't want to say all the numbers out loud. That's a little personal, too personal, but based on all the numbers, it'll actually cover all of my school. You're making moves. Yeah. You're making moves. That's the my schooling will be covered and I'll have plus more. Hey, that's, that's the way to do it. And then maybe I can, Maybe cut hours at work or something so I can... Because I tried to go to school 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up stopping because it was just too much. Because I was taking five classes with like two of the classes were like f- around f- close to five credit classes. Holy shit. And then I was also working 25 to 30 hours. Holy shit. And so then I started failing. And then I was like, no, I can't do this. Wow, I that's to work. a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that much shit going on, yes. I'd be failing too. <laughs> so then I stopped going to school. I ended up going into like school, like uh, probation for school and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so then I stopped and I was just like, I'm just going to focus on working. And so now I'm deciding like, you know what? I enjoy working at the gym and I love working for fitness, but I, there's part of me where I want more. That's totally fine, right? And I'm so into sports, and I've been into sports since I was. A well, I think if kid. you look at it, I think if you look at it in the sense that you're able to jump around and do multiple things, I, I think fitness is definitely like the world you want to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the best parts about like our our job is that we're able to just have a free membership, which is awesome, um, and then being able to. Uh, talk to people about like our experiences and just help them set up like their memberships and stuff, right? And exactly. understanding that side of it. But we get to talk to multiple people that are interested in fitness, even if they are already in fitness or if they're just, you know, just trying to get a gym membership or something, just simple, basic shit. Yeah, and it's a good way for me to kind of get my foot in the door for this because. When it comes to my resume and everything, they'll see like, oh, you have sales in the fitness industry. You've been in the fitness industry for this long. And then while in the fitness industry, you were also pursuing a degree in fitness and stuff like that. So it's all built. I'm basically at the beginning without realizing I'm at the beginning. Within a year, you're already doing manager shit. Think about that. Like less than a year. You are already went from like... You're you're started from the ground up, literally just fucking bolting. 
the entire time. And I'm enjoying every moment. But of with it. that, but like that's also the other thing too that you can always uh, put towards colleges and whatnot is that you can always say that even without a degree, mm-hmm. that you were able to get all that knowledge. Which I kind of have a love hate relationship with getting a degree. I personally personally think that no matter what you do, um, you're always going to learn something in or out of college. Yeah. It just depends on how much you're going to learn um, and the people that you ask, different things like that. Me personally, when it comes to like music stuff, I've learned more outside of college than I have inside of college. A lot of stuff that I've learned is cookie cutter, basically, when it comes to co- like college stuff. Like in high school, I never really did any any sound stuff except for theater. So I mean, yeah, I feel like that's really common. Like a lot of things that you do, it's like when you're starting a job mm-hmm. and you're going through the first couple of days, like orientation. They tell you this is what to expect, but then when you actually get on the job, it's that. But that's like a far little bit of it, and right. you learn so much more that they did not go over. I'll give you an example. Um, uh, what do you think is the way that a band gets signed in your, in your opinion, outside of being knowledgeable in the music industry? Right. But what connects a label to a band? What do you think? What do you think it is? Honestly, I just feel like it's connections. Basically. Okay. That's, that's pretty much it. Um, so there's an A&R representative that is connected to the label and basically is a recruiter. An A&R is a recruiter they for, music for recruiters? a label. Yeah, basically. I didn't know that. Um, most of the time, nowadays it's kind of weird because it's there's just too much music out there that it's just basically a popularity contest, personally. But there are some people who slip through the cracks, which, like, I don't really... I'd love to be on a label just to have, like, extra backing mm-hmm. to... Be able to not worry about paying rent and just doing music shit, which is awesome. Um, And then, like, having a backing and promotion and all that kind of stuff. But DIY so far has worked out just Mm -hmm. because I've gotten the knowledge from people who are are already connected to a label and not a label. And I've just been doing it for a long period of time that I don't have to go through a lot of different trial and error moments because I literally just ask the question. So it's it's weird because then, I mean, even with you working at the gym, it's the same concept is that you kind of get it. It's pretty much laid out for you, but it's not always – but it's not obvious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like in in any of my classes, none of them explain how a band gets signed. Not a single one of them. I've taken music business – um, th- the first three levels of music business, and not a single one of them. I feel like that would be like one of the basics they would cover, or what it looks like. Not, not at all. Not at all. They they explain um, what a manager does. They explain what a promoter does. They explain what um, different jobs and all that kind of stuff does, and relatively different types of fields of work that are part of the music industry mm-hmm. but they don't explain very much of how bands works for label kind of stuff 
it that a lot of that is kind of vague and which comes down to if you're gonna do music business stuff, you might as well just become a fucking lawyer for all that because then it's different things like it's it's almost getting a law degree when you become a when you become in the mu- uh, music business because the problem is I think and not to get too crazy off topic because we're talking mainly about education but the the problem I have with a lot of music business types of deals and all that kind of jazz mm-hmm. is that there's so much changing in the music industry like I'll, I'll give you an example streaming has only happened for about maybe 15 20 years relatively mm-hmm. around that time period so um well even less even less like streaming's probably been about like 10 years and they've only started to explain it now and which is crazy too by the way spotify is actually lowering the amount of streams or lowering the amount of money that comes out of a stream that to an artist than it is to a label or to Spotify itself. So, not going to lie, Spotify makes more money than any of the artists does. Artists do. But they're going to be paying them less than what they're making now. And now they're going to be paying them less. Basically think about it as a pay cut to the artist as they stream. So many everybody has Spotify nowadays. Right. They're probably balling. The the difference I think when it comes to being on Spotify or Apple or any of that stuff, I always say literally send your music everywhere. That's why I send it through um a distrib- distribution service, basically. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not gonna say which one because I don't know if I'm able to. So <laughs> um but I, I send it through a cer- uh, a third party because it sends it not only to Spotify, but it sends it to like YouTube, Tidal, Apple Music, Amazon, the whole nine yards. And whenever they add a music store to their thing, it also adds it to. Then again, that music uh, distribution company also makes money off of it. So it kind of sucks to do it. But I relatively make more money in the long run. Or the band makes relatively more money in the long run. Like... Okay. Streams you don't make like relatively, we we haven't gotten paid for the amount of um, we haven't gotten paid for the amount of money that we've spent on our songs, like we maybe got paid back ten percent, and then we have like ten thousand, twenty thousand, thirty thousand listens on Spotify. So you guys are still barely in. You guys are still in the beginning of. What you're gonna end up going? Right. It's. I mean, knock you guys on. Are, you guys are gonna knock go, on wood. You, you know. That's IKEA. That ain't real wood. Eh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't real wood. That's some fucking Swedish that ass ta- wood. That table is real wood right there next to you. Boom. Or the chair. There you go. Laminated. The, the, no, but you guys are gonna go game. big. You guys are definitely gonna go big. You just just work hard. I, that's the only thing. Is just grinding like all day. I've just been fucking going 100 miles an hour. I just got back from band practice, so it's nice. It was nice to like you know sit sit back a little bit. Um, but I mean, playing bass is fun. Playing bass is actually a lot of fun. Now that I'm starting to get more comfortable with my with my left hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is hey, one I, of these. One of these days, when I, she freaking nod me because she wants my attention. (laughs) 
What's Smokey cool? wants DeAndre's attention. Yeah. <laughs> so, bait. watch one of these days when I become a college football recruiter. I'm going to talk to my connections. I'm going to be like, yo, you got to get this all hype band mm. on the field to perform at halftime. Bro, that actually would be pretty baller, though. I mean, that's that's the thing too. Is with with all hype, we're we're show sluts, and I'm I'm proud to say it because I don't care when and where I play. Because at the end of the day, most people they get really stingy about when they play and where they play, and if there's too if you're playing too much and you're not like developing think, a hype factor. I'm not in the music, but I feel like you can never play too much, and you got to take what you get. Right, exactly. Because you never know, like, if you get offered something, yeah, somebody can be like, oh, it's a small venue. I mean, you can correct me if I'm saying anything wrong, but I'd be like, oh, it's a small venue. Come perform here. And someone's all like, oh, no, I'm not going to perform. But somebody's like, yeah, I'll take you before you know it. You don't know who's well, there. Well, see, that's the thing is that, like, so somebody uh, you, big name could you've be said there. it. You said it perfectly is that some people, it's, it's the bit, you actually have the best way of looking at it. And the reason why I say it is because, um, for me, it's like looking at a magnifying glass, and you're seeing the whole picture. It's as like, from the outside, like the outside view. It's like the difference between looking inside, looking at it day in day out, versus like you look on the outside from the bigger picture. Because I'm looking at details, and you're literally looking at the house, and you're like, "Yeah, I see the obvious shit or whatever." And it's like, what's the first thing that like pops to you that's not instantly like? Uh, it's the same thing with um. It's just like it's the difference between somebody who's a professional versus the casual person, mm -hmm. and it's not it's not against you. It's just it's just not your field. It's not your field of work or anything. Yeah. Um, it's you need to be able to get casual input as a professional, no matter what field you are in. You know what I mean? So you like input from somebody who isn't in that industry. Right. Exactly. So like if I if I don't I don't know a lot about sports, but I can tell when like one team sucks and the other one is great. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it's simple shit. It's simple shit like that. So like if um so if if somebody catches your eye, right? And it's 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 always good to even for with us when it comes to new music, I don't feel like cuz we were talking about this actually at band, band practice um cuz we're in the process of doing demos and stuff usually mm -hmm. around this time of year is when we start um demoing all the new songs and we're possibly working on a full length but it's another story um but i've got a bunch of songs i want to demo because i'm finally comfortable with sharing them mm -hmm. because my my number one rule is bangers only it's a banger or it isn't if it's certified if it's club bangers certified club bangers i there's no there's no um there's no filler songs. I follow the rule by some forty-one. All killer, no filler. Hey, that's that's their that's the uh, their first album. Or no, that's a lie. Uh, their first album was uh, uh, shoot. I'm gonna. Oh, don't screw this up. They're listening. Oh man, I can't think of it. No, I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up because it's well. It's actually their first official album was All Killer No Filler, but they had they pulled out an album beforehand. And I'm going to look it up right now because I'm an idiot. And uh, Half Hour Power. Yeah, Half Hour Power in 2000. Um, and then it's all killer, no filler. Because Half Hour Power, I believe, was um, 
was technically from an indie label. So it's uh, UMG Recordings, and then and then Island Records uh, bought it off of them, basically. And then mm-hmm. they produced under Island and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, but basically it's the long story short, it's good to take, uh, casual criticism. Um, because if I, if I record something and I feel really confident about it, I want to show it to somebody after I felt, I've already felt confident about it and then show it to them and then be like, Hey, I don't know how I feel about this. What do you think? And then I, that's why I choose the friends that I do because they'll be blunt with me and be like, Bro, this sucks ass. <laughs> and like I've been so confident about it. And then it's like, cool. If you tell me it sucks ass, instantly in the garbage. I don't care. I don't care. And then for, I want I want the shock factor every single time. I I want I want somebody to look at this and like be like bobbing their head and like, bro, this is fucking lit. Okay. Like, cause that's that's the only way to write. That's at least for me. Is that I mean, that's can, how Kira and I are with you. We'll let you know. Yeah, that's why are. I appreciate like you guys. So and then like when you need to change something, like, yeah, it was good, but I would change this just from our perspective. Right, because at the end of the day, a lot of people that are successful don't want to do the cookie cutter shit. They want to jump outside the lines. They want to be able to – I mean that's because that's the way that you're successful is that you do the things that you're uncomfortable with. Or at least in the way that I look at it. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people who will do simple-ass songs, mm-hmm. and they end up being, like, the number one record of the week or all that kind of stuff. Is that the one-hit wonders? The one-hit wonders. Um, but there, I mean, but that's the other thing, too, is a lot of people just like simple shit. You don't have to go too much outside of the lines. Some people just like listening to, you know, colored-in colored in, uh, it's, it's songs. It's like taking a step before you sprint. Right. I mean, that's the, also the other thing, too, is that, you know— uh, I mean, bringing it back to football, if the guy can catch the ball, that's all people fucking care about. If he gets touchdowns, that's all he cares about. Some professionals might may, may care about like the stats and stuff and all the different things. Um, and at the end of the day, if he catches the ball and gets a touchdown and they win, it's all that fucking matters, right? Really? Yeah. It's the it's the it's the difference between basics and uh, statistics. It'd be my would be my little rant, basically. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, and at the end of the day, uh, you know, college college is important. Knowledge is important, but there are multiple ways and avenues of you getting. You never stop learning. That's the one. If I'm gonna take anything away from our conversation about college and stuff, is you never stop learning, no matter how old you are, and if you have a master's degree. Uh, and whatever, because I'll tell you right now, most people didn't uh, that had degrees before streaming came out and Napster came out, and when the internet was built, they only knew how to sell records, how to do all this stuff, and then streaming came in like a fucking flood, and they were like, "Yo, I can get this music for free? What? I don't have to pay shit, whatever." And then people started getting their music for free, and then instantly everyone did not get paid for their. Um, oh my gosh! I remember music. freaking buying iTunes iTunes music for like a dollar each song. That is also another thing. I was talking about this with my dad like a while ago, and we were talking about how musician. We feel bad because everything, like a lot of songs, you can get for free. Like remember, like LimeWire and stuff like like when stuff like that was right, popular. Right, right, right. Felt bad because all these musicians would put so much money into producing songs. 
but everybody just download it for free. And so we were like, why don't we just buy a song? Yeah, you have to come out of pocket, but you're supporting that artist. Bro, you want to know something I learned uh, while we were on tour? What? Um, from a friend of ours, we learned how like how much that they spent on their record. And dude... Like your friends? My jaw dropped. Like what the, your friends spent? Yeah. My jaw dropped. Like, I, I'll i tell you later how much it is. I, I'll just tell you right now it's jaw dropping. It's jaw dropping. And they're not even signed to a major label. It's, it's absolutely crazy. And this is like, well, while, while we were on tour, it's not the touring band that I was talking with. This is somebody completely different. I, I was just in the middle of a conversation. They came out to the show, and we were talking story, and um, we were talking about doing a full length, and we were going to do it right or whatever. And since it's just Dom, Alika, and I, mm-hmm. um, it's uh, it, I'd be doing bass parts. So that's going to be my field now and singing and like lyrics and stuff. And I usually write kind of the foundation and then I let Alika and Dom fucking have fun and do what they want to do with the song. And Mm -hmm. if we change up the style of it, if we make it faster, make it slower, whatever, it's, it's kind of the way I've always written is that, you know, I'll make really cookie cutter shit so that they can have fun with it. Sometimes I'll, I'll throw a little bit like I'll, I'll be stingy about certain things like, I think this would be really cool or whatever, like yeah. those types of things. But I try to make it really easy for them to make it their own as well. Cause then I feel like that's the best way to be in a band is that it shouldn't be my way or the highway or yeah. whatever. But anywho, dude, my jaw dropped. Damn. I would go in debt. Think about it that way. Like I would max out a fucking loan. Damn. Dude, dude. Dead ass. And this is not even on a major label. They're straight investing. Dude, hella investing. They're really good musicians. Really good musicians out there that invest really, really big amounts of money and no one knows who they are. And think about that and then how much they make from streams. When I found out about that, I was like, what's the fucking point? At the end of the day, what's the fucking point? Are you doing it for you? Or are you doing it for, like, the music itself? More or less, I'll probably end up making spending that much money uh, to do it right. Mm-hmm. But, fuck. It's like finding out how big the wave is, is that you have to fucking surf. Okay. Like, finding out how... Like, I'll give you an example. In Hawaii, um, they do the Eddie Aikau which is uh, in memory of this uh, lifeguard. His name is Eddie Aikau. And um, the Hokulea, which is, um, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm, I'm getting this right. I might be butchering it. My Hawaiian studies teacher is going to fucking kill me if she listens to this podcast. I hope you're listening. Um, I'm no, pretty I'm sure kidding. I'm pretty sure I'm right. The Hokulea, um, they rebuilt the Hokulea in like the 70s or 80s. Um, and then I'm a, where's I'm, Luna at? Yeah, the Luna needs to. Uh, oh, I don't think we. I don't think we told her. I feel so bad. No, we, she's. I think she was super sleepy at work. Was she? Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, long story short, it was really crazy. So they create, uh, and he died, out out in sea, 
and I guess the whole crew of um, the Hokulea mm-hmm. uh, made it back or whatever. And um, but Eddie didn't. So um, the waves were like 50 foot waves and it happens like once a year, like during December and January or whatever. And uh, Billabong and Quicksilver, the companies host it. So they go to the beachfront of Waimea Bay and that's when the waves get all 50 foot and whatever. And like it sucks out lot of like the water and stuff so the sand comes out a little bit more so you can like stack it up and then sometimes the waves still hit right before like so the way that Waimea Bay is set up mm-hmm. um most of the time the waves crash way before it hits the shoreline but they're like 50 foot fucking waves like no joke 50 foot fucking waves damn and so the joke so and so the joke is Eddie would go and it's like finding out that you're going to surf a 50-foot fucking wave and then trying to prepare for that. Yeah, there's I want no you to way. think about it that way in the sense you, you have to surf this wave to become a professional surfer. It's the same concept as you have to spend that amu- uh, amount of money to have a good record. That's cr- that's the moment where you decide I'm either all in, yeah, or I'm getting out. Like, there's a lot of like that's the other thing too is that you can you you can make something on GarageBand and it probably be so amazing, um, but at the end of the day, if you really want the detail of a really good record, like the ones that are on, um, on the charts and Billboard and all that kind of stuff. You really do got to invest it. And it's not just money. It's like time and effort. And that's what it really, that's really where the money comes in is they spend like a whole week or they spend, they, they go out to, um, somewhere, somewhere, no matter where in the country, like it could even be out of country or whatever too. But there's producers all over the place that have studios that have spent the time, spent the money, spent, um, their life making records and doing all this stuff and it just and it just goes from a band working with a producer and spending time with those songs and they either record songs and cut them out and that's where like a lot of like b-side extra songs come out of is like Mm. you'll spend money on a song that you don't even release like Prince did that. Michael Jackson did that. There's a ton of... I'm sure of me- many artists have done that. Dude, that's what I'm saying. They'll spend thousands of dollars on a song and never release it. Think about that. And nowadays, like, that, they, there's your perfect example. Is like, how do you expect musicians to make money uh, knowing that they still have to spend that same amount of money to make a record that they did back in, like, the 70s and 80s? And now... And that makes sense why you spend so much time in the studios. That's probably why a lot of artists, I mean, practice, man. I could be wrong, but Mm -hmm. why a lot of artists are maybe like doing drugs or like doing stuff like that because they're just so stressed out with everything going on. Well, it's not even, it's not even that. I mean, there's a lot of people with mental health issues, especially in the fucking music community they get no sleep because they're always trying to come out with the next best thing and i'm worried my songs are gonna suck because i don't have that shit anymore like i don't really like i don't feel depressed 
or stressed out anymore. I'm just go do it. I'm really just like cool. I'm good. I've you know, and this is gonna. But you can yeah sing about like the more positive things. Like what's going on? Like so my idea. You can call it new beginnings or something like. No, actually, I have an idea. I'll tell you off air. Um, but um, my idea is, is that I'm gonna go back into my depressed state. I'm gonna try to re, like, I'm gonna try to revisit a bunch of like really depressing moments in my life, and then write them out, and then rewrite them as like finding the positives. Okay. So I'm going to write them out first. So I've, I've already written most of it out. Um, but then I'm going to get really fucked up and, like, try to visit my dark side. Damn. And then really <laughs> just, like, just fucking just first draft the hell out of it. I am not going to lie. I vibe so much with, like, the dark That's what I'm songs. saying, though. That's, like, like, there's a lot of people that have, it like. Just, everyone says it's super depressing, but it just. It hits different. It's because there's a lot of people that have like these, um, the they have hard moments that it's it's okay. This is the best way to explain it. It's like if I went into went to a new land and I came back with a map. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of that same that, that, that same concept is that I want to be able to. I've gone through a bunch of shit. And, you know, and it's not it's not neglecting anybody's shit. It's just I'm saying this is that I've gone through my own type of shit and I've gotten to my lowest points before. And I just want to be able to make a map to say like, hey, these are all the things that I've dealt with. But I'm here now. Like, I want to be able to express that through a full album and being like, hey, here I am now. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah, and I'll I'll tell you more about it off air. But that's kind of like that's the, that's my idea on it. That's pretty good. They're like seeing you like in the dark, and they're seeing you starting to rise. I just want to be real. To... I just want to be real. I feel like, for me personally, yeah, I like more real music. Like, like. Everybody knows I only listen to, like, it's crazy. It's been already 42 minutes. No, just keep it going, man. Fucking, like, I'm, I'm ready to do this for five hours, oh, honestly. Honestly, so am I. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We're, we're drinking Incline Cider Company because I picked it up from the store. Uh, they didn't have much of anything else. I was going to pick up a Modelo, but then I was like, no, nah, I'm going to try this out. It's white peach. It's 6.9%. Um, I mean, what do you think? Not bad. It's not bad. It's all right. I don't really taste the peach, though. Neither do well, I. But, yeah, relatively. But I would say, hold on, repeat what you just said. I totally lost. So my train basically, of I I just want to make real music. That's kind of that's kind of where I'm at now. Is I want to write. I at the end of the day, I want to write the music that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I like the pop punk uh, genre. And you know, it's getting. I'm not gonna lie, Machine Gun Kelly. Is bringing it a little bit back into the limelight because he is a famous, quote unquote, rapper. I'm going to be very careful when I say this because I have reservations to how I feel about Machine Gun Kelly. But this is this is me looking on the upside. He is bringing like punk music kind of back into the limelight, like emo music, and mm-hmm. you know it's not 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 what I expected. 
to come out of him to do it. Kind of. I expected it, but not really because um, I thought he was going to blow me away. Um, but I will say it's definitely taking a toll. It's definitely it's definitely doing something. It's definitely bringing it back because there's a lot of people that will just listen to rap music. There's oh. a lot of people that just listen to pop music. That's and, what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay, you said rap music. Yeah. So everybody knows that I only listen to rap music. Right. And then I listen to R&B, you know, like Trey songs, right, Usher, right. Neo, all you listen, that. No, you listen to that good shit, though. You listen to, like, some... You listen to, like, old school rappers. That's, like, that's the only type of rap that I'll listen to. And the, all the new shit, I only know from you, honestly. You and Dom. You and Dom. Aliki's giving me some new stuff. And then there's, like... One or two people that yep. outside. I guess for people who don't know the music I listen to, it's all 2000s R&B and hip-hop. And 90s, then, 2000s R&B and hip-hop. Yeah. And then I'm very specific about who that I listen to. Music? Music. Like, <laughs> it's that baby-making music. It's that baby-making music? <laughs> oh, it's so true. It's so fucking true. I've been getting down on some Trey songs. Bro, it's some good <laughs> shit. Not gonna lie. Dude, I listened to fucking do T-Paint. Well, actually, I was telling uh, Freddie today. I was telling Freddie. I was like... Oh, yeah. By the way, Freddie, I told you I'd give you a shout-out. Oh, shout-out shout out out. to Freddie. Yeah. Fre- okay, Freddie listens to every single podcast. He was actually asking me about what we were talking about today. And did you tell him we don't know? Oh, I just told him. Uh, actually, there's something I am going to bring up later uh, okay. on this. But- so Freddie listens to every single podcast, and he literally sees me at sco- school. What the hell? <laughs> I've been working on school for so long. No, I got you. He, I sees, got you. he sees me at work, and he's like, dude. He even like does like the – I wish we had a video right now so I can show you. But he's mm-hmm. like, dude, I, I listen to your guys' podcast that you guys just posted. And it will be like within 24 to 48 hours of People us posting are listening, it. man. And I'm like – don't don't focus on that part though. No no no. I want to make sure that you know. Oh, like, I don't honestly pay attention a okay, whole lot. Okay, cool. That's I just why put I won't tell there. you how many people that listen to us. I don't know how many people it's listen to us. Five people. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I appreciate it's you. It's more five than that people. though. It actually is more than okay. that, which is really cool. I appreciate you all doing uh, coming out and but listening. Fr- but Freddie will sit there and he'll be and he'll start he'll just start saying stuff that we're like talking about and I'm like, damn, he's all yeah. I told you I'm listening. So Freddie. I'm sorry I, it took this long for me to, for us. No, honestly, to no. To si- simply enough, fucking but, thank you, every everybody. Thank you, Freddie, for listening to this shit. Because this honestly is leisurely fun, but we are actually, I feel like we're definitely getting better at it. 13 episodes in, and I feel like we're really good at having the conversations and keeping on topic. Yeah, I think honestly right now, this is probably... So far, I feel like the most involved we've been in a conversation. It's cool to have so just far. us two. Sometimes. Yeah. It is. Because usually we have so many guests to where I think we kind of forgot to where we can just kind of mellow it down and just have us two just have a conversation because we're always focused on who's next going to be on the podcast. Okay, who's next? Who's next? Who's I think next? that's just because we've gotten so accustomed to inviting a lot of people to have fun with us while we do this. Um, I mean, that's how I look at it. I'm just like, who, who else can I bring on the podcast to have a fun conversation with? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it, but it's kind of nice to go back to like the idea of us that we had when we were working about, hey, let's just start guys, a baby. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. But what I also did today, mm-hmm. it just came to my mind. Yep. I also talked on the phone with the realtor. Oh shit. 
Yeah, I'm doing big gamer moves right now. Big gamer moves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, no, no, keep it going, keep it going. So keep it rolling. Outside, so basically, I had that management okay meeting. Keep going, keep going. Part I'm going my... At work after work, I then started pursuing going to school. Decided I'm gonna go to school for what we were just talking football recruiting, and then I connected with a realtor, and basically. Um, I'm thinking about, I mean, I don't know where after schooling is going to lead me as if, like, I'm going to go be a recruiter at U of O or if I'm going to go back to California. And if I do, I'm going to try and be a recruiter at, like, Cal or Stanford or something. I'd honestly prefer Cal out of everything because I love that. Damn, are you really are you really pointing fingers at this shit right no, now? No, I will, I will take any college that takes me. That's a university. He said, suck a dick. <laughs> I really I really like it here, but if this direction leads me to another place, mm -hmm. if the opportunity is there right. and it helps me grow, mm -hmm. then I will take it. I can't be That's stingy if I don't have any. I can't be picky if I don't have anything. Pickers can't be with. choosers. Ex exactly. That's what I was looking for. I got you. And so uh, I'll take anything, but basically I did that. And then I also talked to a realtor. Because I'm paying for an apartment right. that does not belong to me. So I'm basically paying off somebody else's mortgage to where right. I can go and buy my own place. And yeah, I might spend a little bit more, but honestly, at the end of the day, it's going to invest back into myself. And then just because I'm buying a house doesn't necessarily mean I have to stay in that spot. It doesn't even have to be a house. It's just me. I'm a single guy just living by myself, so it can just be a condo. Which, right, and I can just pay for a condo and say like, um, things take. Well, I'm not gonna say say. I'm gonna speak it into existence. When things take off, there with you my go. That's what recruiting. I'm talking about. Let's go. <laughs> and if I end up having to leave, I mean, I'll end up leaving. There's not a whole lot of opportunity for like sports recruiting. I feel like in Portland, but maybe like Eugene and stuff. There's more opportunity. You're going up to Seattle. Right, right, right. Or even, like, California. You'd be surprised, like though. I mean, like, even... Well, because Portland is technically a major city now. I mean, at least in my in my perspective, I feel like Portland's gotten enough fucking uh, respect over yeah, a lot not, of COVID shit. There's and not many, like, college, like, football teams around here. Maybe not just the team portion, but a lot of business happens. No, don't here. get me wrong. Portland is definitely growing, right. but just where I'm... Aiming towards, there's not much. That's fair. That's fair. And okay. so, basically, talk to re, uh, 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 not a recruiter. I talked to a realtor, and I was like, "Hey, we got on the phone, and I was like, hey, I just want to make this clear. I'm not buying a house right now. I'm looking to buy a house within the next possible year or two, preferably a condo, some under 200k, to mm -hmm. where I can still afford it." Because I always feel like I need to put my attentions out there first so they don't have high expectations and I can set the ground level in the beginning so they know what to expect rather than being like, oh, yeah, by the way, we talked on the phone for three weeks now and I decided I don't want a big old house. I just want a condo. Right. So I don't like to mislead people. Just so, being blunt. Just yeah. being blunt. And so they actually really appreciated that. And then they said they were happy to work with me. And basically, like I said... Just because you're buying some property doesn't necessarily mean you have to stay married. 
and living in that property. Right. So the plan is to maybe get a condo. And I did hear that basically. Oh, I also have notes on that too. It's on another page. Go pull up your notes. Who cares? So this is our podcast, man. That Fuck, is we true. do what we want. So basically, I don't have a whole lot. So basically, she's talking about how I need to come up with closing costs. And I told her I was in the military. So she was all like, we can find some like VA funding, go to the VA website. Um, she sent me the email. And then basically see what I have eligible when I am eligible for a VA loan. So basically, I can put into like a condo, move into a condo. You have to live in a place, I believe, for at least a year before you can rent it out. Okay. And so I could be wrong, but I think it's around a year. So basically, I'm pursuing school, probably going to try and aim for associates. But if I can get to my position before getting associates or a bachelor's, I'll take it and okay. then kind of go in the direction I need to mm-hmm. to better myself and become better and grow myself in that. But, Big uh, money moves, people. So Big basically, money moves. Buy a condo, rent it out after mm-hmm. this lease ends. Right. Or buy it, live in it for a year. If I end up leaving somewhere else, I'll keep the condo and then I'll put it to rent it. Okay. And then I'll rent it for what, whatever the economy is going for. Okay. And rent it more than what my mortgage is. And Just then, so you have a little bit of positive so have, income too. Yeah. So I have a little bit of a positive income and then I'll go wherever direction I need to go. Mm-hmm. Where I'm late at the time, so I have the income. I'm cons- I'm pursuing schooling. I'm doing part-time work on the side. I'm also getting housing income from the VA and getting schooling paid for. And then I'm also possibly getting the job that I'm. Hey man, going that's after. the way to fucking do it. And so it's like I'm flipping houses, but it's just really one. So like then I'll have a place here. Well, it's not even that. I mean, that's the other thing too is that uh, if. Another lesson for today is that you have to have multiple things of income. I feel like that's the problem with nowadays is that school doesn't teach you a lot of this stuff. A lot of a lot of these things I wanna make sure that people know this out there is just so that they, they don't have to go through the shit that we've gone through, is that school does not teach you the way the fucking world works. They it teaches you part of it, but you learn most of the rest of it on your own. Um at and least you, in my, at least in my, and you learn it by failing. So, just so you know, I mean, it, maybe it's not always failing, but from I can only speak for myself, right? But I've learned a lot of what I've known from like asking people and failing. And yeah, when you fail, a lot of people think failing is bad, right? And it's actually not because that's where I feel like you get the most growth. I'm over here just freaking just dude, spout <laughs> it, spout the fucking truth, mate. It's so I feel like that's where you get the most growth. So base. Basically, I appreciate my fails, and even though at times it may put me in, like, a depression mood or I may get upset or be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. Like, why would this happen to me at the end of the day? Yeah, I'm in that moment, but when I get out of that moment, I'm like, wow, I'm happy I went through that because it it allowed me to look at it this way, be grateful for this, 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 and this, and now I can do this. So it actually grows you into the person that you are. Mm Mm-hmm. So you got to be grateful for the struggles before you can be grateful to have. That's why I always recommend if you're going to pay attention to anything in school, do pay attention to history. That's that's why I'm a huge history nerd is because a lot of people tend or just humanity in general, 
we're literally just a bunch of fucking monkeys just kind of walking around doing shit that like honestly like that's what i'm saying is it's like if you look at it at the end of the day we are literally just monkeys floating on a giant fucking marble in a giant shooting gallery that we call space yeah i want that just like perfectly clear so anything that you have an issue with i want you to take an edible drink a gallon of fucking beer and then look at the stars for a second and be like bro i ain't shit <laughs> no, sometimes you that's what you got to do. Like I used to not smoke or anything like that. And I mean, I don't smoke just to smoke. Right. I usually smoke to kind of allow my emotions to mellow. I'll be like, "Okay, right. okay, DeAndre. Look at where you're at. Be grateful for where you're at. Relax. And now actually think." Sometimes right. I'm not the person that's just going to start just lighting something up. Let's just smoke to smoke. So this just... sound, I don't mean to cut you off, but um, something I learned actually today is, is that um, I forget who it was, but the best way to have an argument or have a discussion about something is to do it twice. Once when you are sober and once you when you are drunk. And I learned this and I was like, Wow, that's a good fucking point. Because all your butt, because most of the time people they they put up walls when when you're, when yeah. you're sober, right? And when you're drunk or freaking high, it just all comes out. You just out. can't. You just there's literally not enough brain capacity. Like if you actually do keep walls up or anything, they're all literally smashed with the fucking hammer. They come with a sledgehammer. Yeah, giant fucking sledgehammer. Thor's coming through. Dude, dead, dead ass. Oh man, I really Another did so, I really did so well with that having like having a belt in the microphone. That one made your whole head go backwards. <laughs> I really set myself backwards. You really did. I wish that was on video. That oh was so my God. funny. Hit our Patreon so that you guys can help us out and get a fucking video camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but a but, lot of the stuff i just shared honestly is behind the book that i'm writing because it's to express amen. the struggles but then express all the stuff i've learned i think it. no matter what so all the stuff i hold inside yeah but i don't share it so this is also like another outlet me and my sister were talking about this like how a podcast is a good outlet because he was doing a podcast too right 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 and so he said podcasting is actually a good outlet it's a time capsule. And, I mean, we've been getting a lot of feedback, and I think he should do it. He was talking about, he said he listens to our podcast, and mm-hmm. he makes him want to go back and do it his podcast. But. Because at the end of the day, I mean, if you really think about it, when it comes to doing podcasting and stuff, reason why I like to do it is because not only is it very unfiltered, and we do it really raw and simple. We literally put microphones up to each other. I press record. And we just I open download, up some beers. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I download it, and then we just talk. There's no there's no agenda. There's no nothing. There's some things that, like, oh, I, I'll, bring, I'll bring up what I did want to talk about today because I did learn something really cool um, the other day. But just, just in general, it's like there's – no one really knows because no one really knows how – a conversation is going to go naturally because it takes a while. And the problem with today, and I've said this before, is that no one wants to sit and just listen to something for hours on end unless they have any interest in it or something. So I feel like with our personalities, we're very inter- we have a very interesting 
like relationship of you know like perspectives yeah yeah just in its perspective and it's like the fact that even though we're from two different worlds of like um experiences we still have very much the same type of perspective on different things we do have different differences though on certain things i imagine i don't know what they are yet but <laughs> i can't think of one of them neither uh, have i yeah they are. what's the... something you you think we're about to start over here oh man let's get let's ready test it. to let's rumble test it. let's, let's fucking test it um uh i don't know I people mean, listening are like this is gonna get good <laughs> fuck it honestly i mean if we disagree about something usually it's usually i feel like we just smash it out instantly see i think that's another thing i like ciders more than anything fuck hard alcohol you actually got me on the ciders i like the ciders because they don't make you feel bloated see why did i try to argue with you we started to agree (laughs) (laughs) you son of a bitch i'm just speaking the truth that's what i'm saying but that's what i'm saying though it's like um i will say that okay i'll argue i i will argue the whole college thing um because i feel like a from just from my experience, I have learned more um, not being in college and just doing shit. Is that like it's the it's actually just being out there doing like and learning because I it might just be me, though, because I have always self-taught a lot of things to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I fucking hated school. I fucking hated somebody telling me how to do something. No. I honestly hated school too, but I think I hated more of school. Okay, I was low-key always good at school, but I just had issues with the students that I went to school with. That is also the secondary fucking portion of it. That's literally what made me just be awful at school because I was so distracted of the shitty people that (sighs) I went to school with. So, like, leading up to high school, like... I had honor roll every... You know, I actually got a Congress award what? for my academics. That's pretty sick, bro. And then I got bro. offered to go to Tokyo for a full ride because of my academics. Because I was in the top... Why 15. are you here? I got offered the top 15% of... So I got an offer letter okay. to go to school in Tokyo because I was in the top 15% of students in the state of California. Why would they send you to Tokyo, though? I don't know. It was just saying that... It's like congratulations, you've been on the top. Hey, I remember we need that. more black guys in Tokyo, man. <laughs> I don't remember the exact. <laughs> I don't remember the exact letter, but I just remember my dad sitting me down and said, "Hey, you just got there's this letter that I got in the mail. Right, right, right. And you're on the top students in the state of California. Yeah. And you have the chance to go to school. You'll go this summer and you'll go to Tokyo. That's and basically sick, they're gonna pay man. for your schooling." And board, your food, your living, and stuff like that. And this was before high school. This was going into high school. That's super sick. Or like going into middle school, I think it was. But then I turned it down for my mom. Because at the end of the day, I wanted to know who my mom was, and I already didn't know who my dad was. Yeah. So I was all like, I want to build a closer relationship with her. Right. Because I felt like if I accepted that, then I would be on a whole different area of the world yeah it would be it would be hard to go down that path when it's really it becomes a secondary avenue because you're not physically there yeah and so i get that okay i was usually always good at school but people when you go to school with man 
People are cunts. Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> That's why I keep we were my... trying to argue, DeAndre. <laughs> we were trying to argue, and here we are again. We'll eventually get around to it. Um, but uh, yeah, I it's I I tried, man. I really tried. Yeah. I really tried to argue with you about something. I fucking hate cats. There you go. Okay. Fucking hate cats. But you do like smoke. You do love Smokey. Smokey is a precious human being, but damn, she's got these fucking devil eyes and look her, at her. Look at her. She's literally just. She's got. She's got her eyes just looking up, like she wants to kill me. And but she, she's just sleeping. She got her paws crossed and everything. She's so cute. I'm not gonna lie. Oh man, she's so fucking. He hates cute. cats, but he loves my cat. There, I love. All animals, but just like humans, there are some fucking cunty ass animals out there that I just will not. I disagree. Psych. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Oh man, just imagine. He thought. No, that was like, nah, fuck that. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. I denied that shit instantly. Um, Nah. uh, What was I going to bring up? Okay, so this is the one thing I actually was thinking about bringing up. Um, I learned about hydration. So I've, I've been taking a lot of liquid IV, um, and I just, I'm really about my hydration, especially being a singer. I want to make sure that, um, I want to stay as hydrated as possible. And I learned about liquid IV, um, and it's, I've been taking it for months now and I mainly do it after my saunas. I mm-hmm. usually I'll drink it afterwards, and when I wasn't feeling good, I would hit my liquid IV and just kind of stay hydrated and, um, and I feel fucking great now after like three days of not feeling good after like you know, food poisoning and stupid shit and whatever just, you know, change change the seasons. But anywho, like, feel great. Um, I just realized there's so many subjects that we have not gone over that I we know. usually do. Yeah, I know exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to kind of recap. That's that's the real reason why I like doing podcasts too is just because I can literally go back and listen to the actual conversation I had. But um, anywho, uh, main thing is is that I've been trying liquid IV. I really wanted to see if it actually worked. Uh, I always want to try stuff for myself before I actually go ahead and praise it or whatever. Um, because you know, you can say, you can say something is great, but never try it. And it's like that. I don't give a fuck about what your opinion is. I want to know from somebody who's actually had experience. Um, and I, I tried liquid IV out. Honestly, I feel, I feel really good after just chugging a thing of liquid IV after a sauna. I feel instantly hydrated back up after sweating for 10, 15 minutes. Well, the sauna dehydrates you. It's like a freaking grape inside. Right, just exactly. Turning it to a raisin. Right, and then I feel like a grape literally after chugging that shit back. I mean, I also take a shower too. Mm-hmm. I also take a shower too, and then usually it's like a, a semi-cold shower um, just to kind of cool myself down. Yeah. Um, because as you expand the muscles with the heat, you want to contract them and um, relax your body. Because, like, most of the time... You know what's crazy? Yeah. Remember when you first started working out, you didn't know anything about working out, and now you're just spitting all these facts? I just learned shit, man. That's that's what I'm saying. I sit here, and I'm just like, damn. He used to not know anything about working out, and now he just knows all these things. Bro, when I... Okay, so that's the other thing, too, is that I'm 
I want to make sure people know clearly I am not a bassist, but I have learned a lot within only two months of actually going at it. And fuck, it, bass bass is a complicated instrument, especially when it comes to especially when it comes to um, singing at the same time. Fitness is a fucking bitch and a half to deal with, but this but when you dumb it down. When you dumb it down to its simplest form, that's I feel like that's my best. That's my best trait is I'm really good at dumbing down very complex information. Because if I was trying to explain it to somebody else in the way that I think about it, I will literally start spitting fact after fact after fact that have nothing to do with like the actual details of what I'm talking about. But dumbing it down, hydration is key. So I learned about hydration. And liquid IV is great, but the problem that I was facing was that I was worried I was taking too much of it. So I'd only I've only stuck to like one liquid IV a day. Whenever mm-hmm. whenever I feel dehydrated, I'll just drink some water. And I learned a lot is like the have you ever seen those Amazon cups where they have like the hour to the to the water or whatever? And for people who get really dehydrated, that's something that Oh, it's like the jug and it says like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., yeah, 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 exactly, 8 exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it goes, as the day goes on, you're right. supposed to meet that watermark. Right, exactly. Yeah. So the saying is, is um, eight, eight ounces, eight glasses, eight, uh, seven days a week or something or whatever. Like every single day you should be drinking about it's like eight, eight. Eight glasses. Yeah, so it's just eight, 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 eight ounce glasses basically. So that's, that's like a bad. simple glass, and you just chug it back. That's not right. bad. So that's not a whole lot. They actually just... say that's not good for you. Um, really, I learned this from a member who happens to be in uh, the medical field, and he's very like. I think you might know who I'm talking about. Um, he's a bit a bit of a buffer guy, but he's a nurse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he always gets the isopheres. Yep. Yep. I know yeah. exactly. What you're so talking I learned. About. So I learned through him. Because I was asking, because I was drinking my liquid IV back, and he's like, "Oh, what are you drinking?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm li- drinking liquid IV. I just got out of the sauna and stuff, and um, starting out my work." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Um, how much water do you drink?" And I was like, uh, "Oh, I mean, I go through like two or three jugs a day." And he goes, "That's a lot of water." And I was like, "Oh, is it really?" And I, I always thought that it was good. And it's like, "Yeah, no, you. I think you're drinking too much water." And I was like, oh. You're like, I've you? never heard that well, yeah, before. Yeah, and I was like, and he just instantly, because, like, he's a doctor, and he's, like, he's he knows this shit. So I asked him, and it was like, um, what would you recommend? And he said, drink to thirst. The simplest shit that I have heard. Drink to thirst. That goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Right. Overthinking everything. Right. But it just goes back to the simple things that people appreciate. Your body... Literally, will tell you when it needs water. Right, exactly. Well, your body will tell you a lot of things. Like if you feel like shit, you feel like shit. If you feel great, you feel great. And there's reasons why towards it. Like um, that's good. drink to thirst. Drink to thirst. I have never heard that's what anybody he fucking said in my that, life. Dude, he's buff as fuck. No, I believe him. But, but that's what I'm saying. And he's a nurse, and he's freaking built. Well, I think he's either a nurse or a doctor. I can't tell. But I know. I think like, he's a nurse. I think I asked him one day, and he said he, he is a nurse. I was okay. like, "Are you a nurse?" And he's all, "Yeah." Okay. Yeah. So I want to clarify that. So a nurse told me that 
because he does nutrition and stuff and like he always gets he always after his workouts gets an isopure and like some protein and stuff and he says that that's always the best way to do it and he's built the way I want to be built so, so fucking he that's has, the way to do it he can talk about what he knows because amen cuz he's got the he's he got the experience it. underneath and he yeah he shows it he comes into the gym at least five five times at least that I know of I see him at least once every time I'm working. I know I don't see him anymore because my schedule changed. Yeah. Well, but, he, but he's there. He's still there. That's for sure. Hasn't missed a fucking day. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Has not missed a fucking day that I've been there. Every time I see him, you get in the ISO pier and I instantly log. Yeah. I don't remember his phone number every time though, so I always no, ask I him. No, I ask him every time. Okay, cool. I think that would be a little weird. <laughs> well, it's just like like some some members I feel like. I think it starts with the seven. That's all I know. Something like that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but, something like that. But anywho, um, so I learned about that and I ended up researching it a little bit. And a lot of nutritional doctors say the same thing. That's crazy. The whole drink to thirst thing is an actual thing. See, and everyone complains to me all the time. You don't drink enough water. You don't you drink enough water. You want to know what's the irony water. though today? <laughs> I broke my water jug. I dropped it on my hands when I was walking or when I was hanging out by uh, behind the oh. um, behind the counter because I was uh, I was watching for Freddie or whatever and my dumbass was spinning it around trying to keep myself fucking. Your water jug was like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> broke right at the bottom. There's water fucking spilling, and I just instantly threw it in the trash. Your jug was like, you're drinking too much water. I'm dipping out. Peace. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs> so, yeah, I no longer have a water jug, ironically enough. Well, just drink the thirst now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is this, it, It's interesting to hear that because um, the this is my method. This is now my new method. And I want everyone to take a look at when they take a piss now because if the piss ain't clear, get some more water. Oh, yeah. You know? People say I don't drink a whole... Did you know? Or this is my rhyme. This is my rhyme. If your piss ain't clear, you're drinking too much beer. That's, but technically, you can have a lot of beer you, and your piss is clear. It, it's That's my rhyme, though. That's I'm going to keep to it. I'm going to keep to this it. This is where we're going to argue right here. I, this is where we're going to argue. <laughs> I'm try, I really am trying now, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Okay, no, so but without I will trying. Say without I ha- trying. I will, I will say, though, I ha- there's times where I will have quite a few beers. In right. my peer, my peer, I'm a little buzzed right now. <laughs> it's 6.9%, baby. And I haven't had much to eat today. I oh, had a peanut shit. butter and jelly sandwich, and that was it. You need to get some food in your system, my I'm, guy. I'm broke. I got top ramen up there. Uh, probably just... Same here, man. But uh, I learned, actually, um, I learned that we might be getting our bonus soon. Oh, my God. Gosh, you know how happy I am to hear that. Oh man, the struggle is real right now. Um, uh, what's it called? Told me. Is it this month? Like the same day as payday. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Music to my ears. And I guess it's I guess it's because uh, I guess it's because um, it's because it's technically the end of the quarter or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, it is. Um, That's and, nice. Dude, but, I set up a bunch of like literally just this week. I went on a roll. But wait, s- we're arguing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're arguing. We're arguing. So <laughs> I, I feel like I'm your girlfriend because it's freaking Kira is trying to figure out an argument to argue with you. She always tries to. She really tries. She really tries to argue with me. And I'm just like I, I'm so simply casual about things. She's just like. 
Can you just fucking yell at me for once? I'm like, no. <laughs> but I do. I will drink quite a few beers. And then my pee is clear, though. But maybe it just depends what you're drinking. But whenever I have beers, well, I guess ciders now. Because, I mean, you can see on my counter, I just got straight aces and pineapple bro, ciders. Bro, ace cider, bro. It's just straight aces. Ace cider. Let's go. Michael got me hooked on those aces. Let's go. But uh, what's it called? My pee is pretty, pretty clear. People are like, why are you talking about your pee? We'll talk about whatever the fuck we want, people. Hell yeah, what the fuck? It's starting to hit me. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm starting to slur. I'm starting to slur a little bit. These Whoa. are the moments that we've been waiting for the podcast. <laughs> this is when it's about to get real. It's about to get real. This is when people... Will we take an edible, too? Let's do it. Do you take an edible right now? Let's yeah, do it. Let's All do right, it. Let's you do know it. what? It's only, it's only 11, 18. Hell you, yeah. You're only young once. Exa- um, I gotta wake up at three, but you know I'm only young. I'm only young let's once. Go. Let's go! Oh man, it's not gonna take long for me to fucking have this hit me too. No, I'm actually. Um, but yeah. I have two left. It's meant. It's, it is it's meant, meant to, to be. Right. Damn. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me get this in here. Cheers, cheers, my friend. Cheers. Cheers. Let's to go. a 19.2 two fluent ounce edible or drink. Oh my gosh. 6.9. No, it's 19.2. Uh, shout out to Wild Gummies. And uh, the owner, he's hooked me up a couple times with some CBD gummies for my dad, which is awesome. Shout out to you, Pops. I'll see you in uh, two days. This is going to be awesome. I keep forgetting we're going to Hawaii, which is so fucking weird. How long are you going to Hawaii for? I'll be there until Tuesday. So Thursday to Tuesday. So about five days. Okay. We also got to figure out what days we're actually going to do podcasting. We're figuring it out, people. <laughs> we, we are. I'm posting this tonight. It's happening. Hell yeah! I'm posting it tonight, and it'll be it'll be Thursday. So yeah, we're just figuring it out because we we we're oh. doing shit. We're out here. That reminds me. I went and saw my biological family for the second time. That's fucking sick, dude. It was only for well. I didn't get to see them all because I didn't have a whole lot of time. Right. But I spent time with my cousins. Mm-hmm. It was my cousin and her kids, which were my other cousins. But it was freaking... And her fiance. And it was mm-hmm. just... It was great. That's super sick, bro. And I'm going back Here, out keep, there. Keep talking about San Francisco. I got to pee. So basically, they live in the Bay Area. They live in Oakland. Uh, everything. But... So last month, I went to go see them. And I met them for the first time. It's from my biological father's side. I don't like to call him my biological father because he's a POS. But my sperm donor, you know, I met that side of the family um, last month. And then this, they actually, before I left, my cousin bought my plane ticket to come back out and see. And it's been so great. Uh, I just spent my two days off because I can't take too many days off because it's coming up to the holidays. And I'm trying to take days off to spend with family. So I'm going to spend Thanksgiving with them next month. And then with my mom and my dad for Christmas. Um, shout out to my dad. Appreciate you. And my mom. Love you. Mom, I'm trying to get you on this podcast when you come out. But it was pretty good. We just uh, we hung out. I did a escape room for the first time. Wait, what? Yeah. 
I did an escape room for the first time, and I had Ethiopian food for the first time. Very interesting. I I don't think I've ever had Ethiopian in food. So did you know they put all their so they put all their food on a platter? So okay. they had greens. I don't know what Ethiopians call it, but we call it collard greens. Mm-hmm. They had collard greens, and Bro, then they I had, had me some collard greens. I'm, like, I'm from the south, mate. Come on now. Exactly. Then so they had like corn. Okay. But it wasn't like it's kind of like jambalaya, but on a giant plate, basically. But they're separated, right? So there's one little spot of like collard greens and there's another spot of corn but it's like their version of corn okay so it's not like if you open up a can of corn it's like it's like mushed corn it looks Mm. like mushed corn but it also has chunks of corn in it okay if you can kind of imagine that kind of um let me here look up ethiopian food yeah um but uh what's it called my piss was clear Never oh, he's fear. hydrated. Oh, I got a better one. I got a Drink better one Drink another now. beer. No, shit. No, no, no. I got this. I got this. My piss is clear. Never fear. If my piss is yellow, got a mellow. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the method. That's the method right there. You got oh, a mellow. Got to drink some water. Fucking, if your piss is clear, don't fear. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, okay, Bob, I'm going to look up some Ethiopian food. Yeah, keep going. So keep going, up, though. Uh, so, and then what else did it have? And they have these like these tortilla type things. They're not actually tortillas. They look like if you ever had crepes, but just don't imagine the filling. It's okay. just the outside of the crepe. And just so the basi- crepe itself? Yeah, so basically imagine a crepe folded up. And okay. You, what you do is you rip part of it and you use it to pick up the food. So you use it to pick up the greens and then you eat it. So there's no utensils. Your okay. crepe is what you use to scoop up. Ethiopian. And then we had like a salad in it. I actually have pictures. Yeah. So that way I can. some of those pictures because I'm looking. I can describe it. So like this. Kind of, kind of like. Yeah. We're we're looking up Ethiopian. food. So look up Ethiopian, Ethiopian food, and you'll see to where it's like. There's a New York Times uh, thing that pops up. So there's like beans. I mean, it's probably not beans, but for American. Reasons. I'll just say beans. And then there's like uh, cabbage. Uh, What's on an Ethiopian platter? Uh, Ayab cheese. A-Y-I-B cheese. Um, Basically, it's yellow lentils. Lentils. Lentils? It's lentils. Lentils? Okay. Uh, Stewed chicken. Uh, red lentils. We also had lamb on the on the platter too. Tomato salad, lamb, um, injera bread, which is kind of like the big plate bread or whatever. Yeah, so um, the the that bread is what you use to scoop the sides and collard greens. Collard greens on there. there yeah, you go. see, I told you. Yeah, and then beef, and then beef tartare, and then some like uh, and then yeah, it's just more cheese basically. So what I'll do is I have a picture of it. Okay. So we can post it. Yeah, we'll post it tomorrow. We'll post it on our Instagram and our Facebook so you can see a picture of it. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. (laughs) But I'm going to show Michael so he can see see, what I'm talking about. Okay. So that's the platter. Um, If you look to the far... Bro, I'm hungry just looking at that. That was good. If you look to the far right, you see like the tortilla type. It's it's, It's thin like crepes. Right. And basically what you do... Is you rip part of it and then you pick it up, 
and that's how you pick up your food and then you eat it that's that way. cool i like that i like a lot of like um and they have a lot of spicy food too oh so, shit okay um and then we had a wine on the side of it okay so basically i did that so i did that um we went to go see my aunt my aunt has been very sick but she's about to come out hospital into like a caregiving facility that's awesome by the way what that's now that she's doing better though well she's only doing better because she has medication that's good so basically what was going on is she's having seizures she went to the hospital she has a big old tumor and she also has cancer um she wasn't able to talk so she ended up taking medication so now she can talk right um she's not fully there so she can't really make decisions fully mm-hmm. um but they're getting her into a care facility um she said she couldn't really feel like her legs or anything interesting so she's struggling did they the say what type of cancer that she's dealing with um i think my cousin might know i'm may not i don't know personally it's fine if you don't want to if you don't want to talk about her i'm not trying to too. go into too much detail that's fine that's fine i don't know if, i'm not trying to like put my family out right right right. but it's also a podcast so i'm trying to be like vulnerable with everybody right um but basically she's going into a care facility cancer is cancer is fucking not good yeah. either way so the medication's helping her a lot that's good so I'm actually not... that's another thing that's uh... wait okay go go go, go. sorry this sorry. is still not good okay but <laughs> I warned you before I said the hospital was an asshole. So we showed up to Not the surprised. So we showed up to the hospital and due to COVID, okay. They told us that they could only have one visitor. So my cousin went up oh, there. Oh fuck. And with it being a hospital, they told me, so it was my cousin and then her two sons, my other cousins, and then myself, they tried to tell uh try to say that we had to wait outside in the car because we couldn't be in the building. And they wouldn't let us go up there. They wouldn't let us go up there to see my aunt. They wouldn't let us use the bathroom when we had to use the bathroom or nothing. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was a bit frustrating. So what we did, and it was pouring down rain. So I I told them, I was like, hey, let's go over here. And it was like around the corner where we were out of sight to where we can sit inside. And then I just started watching the Niners game. You want, okay, so this is another thing I learned uh, this week. So I learned that there is a Himalayan fungus, basically a mushroom, um, that is being used to treat cancer hmm. and has almost 85% chance or 85% success rate. What's the name of it? Um, that's what I'm looking up right now. I'm trying to – what mushroom – did you know that when I joined the military, mm-hmm. I got denied by every branch because I have a higher chance of getting cancer, is what the doctor right. told me. I remember you telling me that. So it's actually pretty interesting. It's it's popping up. I'm not sure if this is correct, but uh, the reishi mushroom uh, can help enhance immune function through its effect on white blood cells, which... Help fight infection, cancer. Um, this may occur primarily in those who are ill, as mixed results have been seen in those who are healthy. So basically, it can work either way or whatever. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Uh, there, th- but there's a 
there's a mushroom that's out there that, which so I've also, I've also kind of had a weird stance on how Portland is kind of, ex, uh, attacking the whole drug, um, drug crisis. Like obviously, when it comes to opioids and all that kind of stuff, like heroin and stuff, just legalizing everything. Basically. Oh my god, so many people. Freaking got livid. Well, I mean, we've we've talked about this before too, but like, um, but like with mushrooms and stuff too. Uh, All right, we talked about this with Luna. Right, right, right. And then, um, but but learning learning how they have actually helped out people, uh, after like a long period of time or whatever, mm-hmm. really interesting. Is also like kind of crazy to find out that it's actually been effective. You know what I mean? So, um, oh, I'm sorry to yawn. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Long day, people. I apologize. Um, he went from, I'm ready to go on for five hours to straight yawn. No, I'm, I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> I still have a little bit of this, uh, I still have a little bit of this. Not uh, even 10 minutes later. <laughs> it's been a long day. I took a piss and that was what was keeping me up for a second. Was it? <laughs> It's okay. Um, I gotta pee too, but I'm just go pee. Just go pee. I'll talk to the people. So I learned. I learned basically about this mushroom. Black. The mushroom. <laughs> the mushroom has this type of thing where mushrooms in general have this psychoactive thing attached to them. But also, when it comes to the way that mushrooms have been used out throughout history and stuff, they actually say that mushroom or some psilocybin. Uh, sorry, psilocybin mushrooms have been attached to using like in wine. So when it comes to um, Jesus and Christianity and a lot of stuff, they actually they say that they're they used to use mushrooms in their wine um, to give people, I guess, psychoactive uh, trips. Basically, basically they drug people with with mushroom wine and it helped them explore their own mind and which a lot of people would attach themselves to be seeing God or different things like that. Um, but mushrooms in general have also been shown to really help people with, uh, PTSD, trauma. Um, I mean, a lot of microdosing has always been a big thing. It really just kind of comes down to how you would, how you attack it. I always, I always say everything in moderation. Um, but it really just kind of comes down to how you attack it. Um, but yeah, mushrooms in general have always, at least from what I have, what I have seen, they have had positive impacts versus opioids and all these different things and whatnot, which is, which is great. But if you're going to legalize all the, all the drugs at least have some sort of regulation or being able to moderate some of it because I think Portland is kind of feeling some of the the hurt because of legalizing some of these drugs. Like, um, but I think they, I'm back by the way. I just got back. But, uh, I feel like, didn't they say that it's like in moderation? I mean, I could be wrong, but, it's like certain. It's mo- mostly just decriminalized. That's the main thing. Um, but uh, 
what I was I was just saying too is like there's a lot of studies being talked about like microdosing is a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. I've talked about wanting to try to microdose, but I don't really need it because I already feel great. Like which is my my normal routine. I don't feel like I need anything extra. Um, I think the one thing that I've learned is that uh, I've been trying to really cut back on my caffeine. So like today I've only had one yerba instead of my normal two mm-hmm. or whatever. And I already normally take like amino energy, amino acids and stuff. And I'm usually awake. I've been doing really good with my sleep schedule because I wake up at 8, but I go to bed at 12. So that's a solid 8 hours of sleep. And I always feel like I always feel like that's my good, happy medium. And sometimes I'll get like an extra 30 minutes or like another hour of sleep and I'll wake up at 9 or something. Which like luckily my schedule allows me to do that, but um, it's just because I I will literally push every inch and every minute of the day doing something. I feel like I get, I feel like I'm more awake when I get less sleep than I am when I get more sleep. Like I'm more wide awake Mm -hmm. when I have four hours of sleep versus being awake when I have eight hours of sleep. Does your body also feel the same way or is it just your mind? It's probably just my mind. Okay. But I think my mind just, I allow my mind to overpower my body. Mm-hmm. But then I think it's just my mind because when I get home, I, then I pass out like I did today. Mind you, last night I landed. So we were supposed to record last night. Right. But my air fl- my plane to get back home was late. So I landed probably close to 11. And I had to work. Fuck, it's Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah. Oh it is. man, I just realized that. That I'm already I'm already like days ahead. I'm already thinking about Honestly, getting on in a my plane. Mind, in my mind right now is Thursday. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo oh, high five. Let's go. Okay. I'm glad I'm glad that we're on the same page there for a second. I, I honestly thought it was Thursday Jesus for a second. Fuck. Knowing I just got back last night. Well, yeah, tomorrow's my Friday, technically, because my my weekend starts. Thursday in the morning, five in the fucking morning, getting on a plane. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, I, I cut you off a little bit, though. Oh, no, you're good. I just, I kind of said everything. Oh, okay, cool. I just, <laughs> I just feel like I'm more wide awake when I get, like, three or four hours of sleep versus, mm-hmm. like, eight hours. But I don't know if my body's just used to not sleeping that much. But I'm also told that I go to sleep early. Okay. So like, what, what's early? What would you, when would you when would you like to go to sleep and when would you like to uh, wake up? So when I'm by myself and I'm going to sleep, I'm usually going to sleep around eleven, around eleven ish. Okay, and that's maybe on my weekends. Okay, maybe twelve at the latest. Well, not twelve. Okay, I'm probably lying. One at the latest. One at the latest. Okay. Um, and then I usually wake up around like. I think it just depends. If I've had a couple of drinks or if I've had an edible that night. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. If I haven't, then I usually get up around like nine. But if I have, then I'm usually up around like 10, 1030. Okay. So but you then I relatively s- get around like a solid eight hours of sleep. But eight. then I feel super tired when I wake up. So it's hard for me to wake up. So I have to get coffee. I think that's just you being a normal human being. But mm-hmm. when I do get like three or four hours, 
I don't know if I just don't hit that deep sleep moment mm-hmm. because I can get up and then perfectly start going. Um, do you have trouble getting into REM sleep as in like staying asleep? Because that's one thing I definitely yeah. struggle with. So I always wake up throughout the night. Okay. Then, yeah, that's, that's the, something we also agree on is like fucking, <laughs> I'm trying to find something to fucking argue with. Okay. My, my argument would be is, is that definitely a solid eight hours of sleep is like my happy medium and like where I like to, I like to wake up around eight. 8.30 at the latest. Mm-hmm. If I wake up at 9, I feel like I need to start doing something instantly just because my brain is just fucking wired to keep going 100 miles an hour. Um, but, like, I instantly wake up and I'm like, okay, I need to shower. Like, I don't care if I have brushed my teeth and done all my shit the night before. I need to shower the second I fucking wake up. Yeah. Because I instantly think that when the water smacks my face... That's when I'm awake. So, like, anytime... Uh, I've just wired myself to, like, anytime wa- I splash water in my face, I instantly wake up. Even if I'm fucking tired or whatever. I did that the other night. Because how I'm opening. Right. I took a shower at, like, 3.30 and I was like, I'm ready to go. Right, exactly. But... You feel clean, you feel confident. And that's... I feel like that's my... Do you ever wake out or... Wake out. That's how you know I'm starting to feel this. Wake I'm not, out. I'm not even saying a freaking word. Because <laughs> yeah. mine, mine is kicking Mine's in. kicking in. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but uh, what's it called? Do you ever wake up like every hour? Or like you Relatively, go to sleep at yeah. like 11 and you wake up at like 1. Right. And then you fall asleep and wake up at like 2.30. And then you wake up and you it's like 3. I think it's my demons waking me up. I get a lot of nightmares. I, 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 so. I think it's my demons waking me up. I think... Uh, Actually, I have some good dreams. I I don't remember most of them. I should actually have a dream journal because I dream some of the weirdest fucking shit, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really weird stuff. So I this, – this is something I don't think I talk to a lot of people about, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, I get a lot of deja vu moments because I think my brain is, like, firing off, like, what the day before or the next day is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And I dream based off of what the next day is going to be like. And I'll get a lot of deja vu moments because I ran scenarios in my head. And even if it's even if it's something that I've done before, if feel like I've something that I I feel like I've done before and I've never done it before, sometimes my brain will just be like deja vu. Like what the fuck? I've done this before. But like I'm actually in the moment now. Like, that kind of thing. Like, I always feel like I'm, like, always trying to put myself forward and try to run scenarios of, like, the worst case scenario or whatever the fuck. Okay. Is it, like, when you're thinking about it, like, in real life, or is it, like, your dreams coming into, like, an actual... I feel like my dreams are coming in. So, example would be, um, I'm at work, and somebody comes up to me... And asks the same question or like a question that I feel like I've already been, I've already answered before, mm-hmm. but it's a very obscure question. Okay. So they asked me like the weirdest shit. So um, when you work at a gym, I'm going to tell you right now, especially during COVID and stuff, people always ask like, hey, what are your hours? Uh, hey, do I have to wear a mask? Yes, you have to wear a fucking mask, people. 
Um, hey, do I have to wear a mask while I'm swimming? He is like, yeah. It's like, hey, do I have to <laughs> wear a mask while I'm swimming? Um, how many people drown. are allowed in the group X room? Um, how many people are allowed in the cardio floor? Are they separated? Um, are you 24 hours? It's like, no, we're not 24 hours. No gym is 24 hours right well, now. Well, then why am I paying for my gym membership yeah. when I'm paying for 24 hours and you're not 24 hours? Right, exactly. I've gotten that one so many times. Yeah, exactly. Like, that kind of shit. It's just like, it's like, dude, fuck off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Quit looking for something to complain but like, about. Oh, man. I had a, but like, I had a deja vu moment because I was looking at, I was looking at uh, something on my computer and it's probably it's probably just been uh, for something. And then I was walking, but then I was walking around and doing kind of like a club walk mm-hmm. or whatever, just to kind of like stretch my mind out. And everybody was working out like I had seen them done every single movement before. And I like I almost like I could predict every single second. And That's crazy. and it was one of those moments where I was just like. I need to do something different right now. I need like <laughs> I, need. I oh, every single time I was just like I need to do something different. So I walked into the break room and like it was almost like a panic attack in a sense. And I I literally had seen every single second of it and I was like I I just need to sit down and watch TV for a second. And I actually started watching TV. And you know what was the crazy, craziest thing? You saw on TV what you imagine. Bro, I was watching it was a fucking X-Men movie. <laughs> When the fuck is there an X-Men movie going on in the break room? I have It's usually sports or anything else. It was literally the one time where, like, it was something I was actually enjoying to watch. That's crazy. And I was like, why do I feel like I have to be here in this moment <laughs> for some reason? Like, the universe is just like, hey, just watch a little bit of X-Men real fast. And I'm like, bruh. You know what's funny? It's, what the fuck? I'm not going to lie. Every time I go into the break room... It happens more often now than it did before, but the channel's right. always changed onto like a movie. Mm-hmm. And I grab that controller and I'm like, ESPN. And I <laughs> <laughs> probably change it right back to sports every time. Oh, dude, I didn't tell you about the dude that. Uh, this has happened to me twice now. Um, the second I go to swipe their card, they ask me, hey, you're not 24 hours? I got that far. Think about that. They pulled back, huh? Yeah. They said, don't confirm it. I'm going to come back when you're 24 hours. You've actually gotten that? You'll see it tomorrow. You'll see it tomorrow. Oh, am I going to have to talk to you about it tomorrow? Yeah, I know you are. Yeah, you're going to give me the fucking spiel and everything. So I work, they now have me talking to everybody. They laid down the law on my ass. Yeah. He's laying down the law. And they're having me do it so I can... I'm gonna roleplay the fuck out of that by the way. I'm gonna roleplay. <laughs> I'm gonna roleplay the fuck out of that. I'm so serious too. Um, Yeah, Rob was telling me about it and it was just like, he's like, hey, so just so he, he gets more comfortable with it, go ahead and just, you know, just try to be as serious as possible with him. Uh, of course... Yeah, I don't keep, I don't care if you guys joke around and stuff, but I just want to make sure he gets a chance to actually role play with it, just because I know it's only gonna be like you and Luna. Wait, is you talking? Wait, what? For when it comes to doing managerial shit. Oh, like when I'm, being like maybe for besides them. the SSAs and stuff. So like, during the periods. So basically, they're 
I'm not a manager, but they're having me doing manager tasks. He's so, he's training. He's training. He's an assistant manager. So basically, you're saying have you be like real or like role play? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like when because I when I joke with you and stuff too is it's just because I'm trying to trying to make it the easiest as possible for you to kind of go through the motions of it. Yeah. Because you're only like because. Honestly, you're in training wheels mode, and they're trying to get you off the training wheels before even giving you the training wheels. And it's like, you got to let the man fucking just run through it. You literally just changed it, like, a couple days ago and made yeah, him a they fucking... they just gave me this. That's what I'm saying. Is this like, it's one of those moments where, like, hey, maybe he just needs to get a little bit of training wheel action on it. It's like, nah, fuck that shit. Raw dog that bitch and fucking <laughs> ride. Ride, motherfucker. And it's like... Um, this is one of those moments where I'm like, let's mellow out for a second. And that's coming from me, too. I know today was the first day, you know, where I literally the, sat down and actually had they, to do manager duties. They're instantly just fucking slapping you on the ass and leaving you into the world. So today, basically what happened is they had me literally have a manager meeting with Michael to tell him because I'm the worst. I'm what the fucking I need, worst. What he needs to improve on and how he needs to improve on it. Uh, From, honestly, there actually isn't much. I, I really wish that there was more to fucking there, tell me. There wasn't, but I was so nervous because my GM and my sales manager were staring at me, and I felt like I had to say the most perfect thing. <laughs> And so I just made a fool of myself. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not that. You just literally don't have a lot of experience doing that. And it's literally the first time ever where it's like, hey, drop of a pin here. Act like a manager for a second. And they're instantly staring at you. And they didn't tell me how to do it. They just said, you're okay. So before you walked by, right. you just walked by by the perfect moment. I know. I will tell you. Of course. Because they were talking about, they're like, because I was going through the guest registration. Right. Which the guest registration is everybody who's coming to the club, uh-huh. is taking an interest. Right. And we were going over it. I was doing perfectly fine. I was all like, oh, yeah, this person hasn't came in. I would mention this. I'd mention that. I was going on and on. And they're like, okay, well, what about for Michael's guest? It looks like he filled out. So basically when... Somebody comes in, we have to fill out this paper of why they're coming in, what their goals are, stuff and like that. So Michael filled out two out of the four people that he saw. And I have perfect examples and of why not. And so they asked me, so what would you say to Michael? Because he only filled out two out of the four, how would you help him improve? And as they say that, Michael just strolls on by, right by the door. And then like, oh, hey, Michael, you want to come in and join on this conversation? took him like a left turn to take a right instead. And I just like, all right, cool. It's time to turn around and go straight. And it's like, yo, what's up? On a dime. Yep. And then he comes in and then he was all, and then our GM starts talking to him and asked, how do you think you can improve on everything? And then she looks at me. <laughs> and I'm like, shit. It's so funny. And she's it's like, so, so let him know how he can improve. And so then I lean full. I don't know. I, I got hit on the spot. And I'm like, oh, crap. I feel like if it was just us, I would have been a lot more like confident. But mm-hmm. the fact that they were there. I think that's also to emulate the pressure yeah it was a lot of pressure and i was like okay so then i lean forward 
And they're like, oh, have you ever read it was some book? And she was like, have you ever read this book before? Uh, Sun Tzu's The God uh, or uh, Art of War. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, well, it teaches you on. I actually have read. I've actually read The people. Art of War. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, she's talking because I'm leaning forward. She was talking about posture and confidence. Yeah. So it's not I, about just war. It's about like just because there's a lot of different things that are in it. So then I instantly leaned back, and I'm like, I'm already screwing up with this right to begin with. Oh, my gosh. So fucking What blunt. do I say now? And then I'm like, hmm. Can you tell? But I did get a little confidence for a second. No, you, no, no. You had it. You had it. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is that I, you know what you're doing. I think it's just because when somebody else says it out loud, it just becomes like a, a think, then do moment. You know what I mean? Because you do it right. Every single time. But when you think about it, that's the overthinking moment. And I only think about it is when our managers are like, hey, DeAndre, do this. And then they just stare at me. Yeah. It's like fucking peeps. Like, I'm watching you, bitch. Yeah. And I'm just like, (laughs) uh, 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 uh. And then I look not confident whatsoever. Right. Exactly. But I think there's times where they're not around and I'm just like, hey, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I've done it to you before, too. Yep. But... Yeah, it's just... It's not your first rodeo. It's just the first one with the fucking eyes watching you. I'm watching you, motherfucker. Exactly. So, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's not too crazy. I mean, you you did really good with it. Um, I mean, because, yeah, because I, I instantly had a rebuttal. I instantly had a rebuttal. I was like, yeah, because I'm not going to fucking rewrite somebody who's already had a three-day pass. <laughs> and, you know, if somebody fucking bails out... Halfway through, she actually came back and set up for a full year she, the next damn. day. It's because she had a medical emergency with a family member. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. And she was like, yeah, I want to set up for the full year. And then her husband was like, um, I'm already on the Costco membership, and mine expires in February. Is there any way I can get a sweet deal like that? And I was okay, like – you knew on the – Two year, yeah, renew on that two years, so he's actually gonna renew on the two years soon. Yeah, so oh. I got dude, dude, instantly slits right through that shit, and it was just so funny because like that's okay. I'm gonna say this right now. I'm not saying where we work. I'm just saying that if you're going to commit to a gym, um, you either have to have it set up for the full year or nothing at all. The only reason why I say that is because. Just like myself, I will give every excuse for me not to do something, and you need to be fucking having your little David Goggins talking to you in the back of your head, being like, who's going to carry the boats? They don't know me, son. They don't fucking know me. Who's going to carry the boats? And just just go for it. You just need to, you need to have some like little wildfire inside of you just being like, you know what? I'm awake. I'm alive. It's time to work. And at the same time, going to the gym is a commitment. It's consistent. You're not going to get improvements within a month or two. It's going to take time. Right, exactly. By paying for the full year, you actually get it a lot cheaper than what you do paying on a month-to-month basis. Yeah, you come out of pocket more, but ultimately you save a couple hundred dollars more by doing a whole year. It's And that's the other thing, too, is that even I learned is that fitness is not – it's not a thing you – it's not a thing you pick up. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. It's a fucking lifestyle. It's like literally saying, hey, you know, I've done this lifestyle this entire time. I'm going to change it up, and this is my halfway house. Like a lot of people – actually, what I learned is that a lot of 
uh, very built people, they'll only go to the gym now for only 20, 30 minutes. Because if they go longer, they're going to, like, start strength building and all that kind of shit and different stuff like that. And that makes sense because a lot of people that are, like, super built, like, fucking 8% body fat, those types of people, like Mm -hmm. 5% body fat people, they'll go in only for, like... 30, 40 minutes a day. Unless you look, unless you're like The Rock and you need to fucking look like The Rock every All single day, day. Dude, you have to go in for at least two, three hours. At least. It's like that one guy who comes in. He's in here for three hours. Oh, Thor? Yeah, Thor's in there for fucking like three hours. And the guy who's in the Marines? Yep. Oh, I fucking love that guy. He's such a cool fucking They're dude. both in here for like, in there forever. But that's the reason why they're built. Oh yeah, they it's are. the maintenance, man. Fucking, I'm just, I'm just like, how do you work out for so? I last honestly, like an... honestly, I learned, I learned uh, quickly. It's just because I can't afford it, but um, it's uh, it's all diet. Fucking uh, the military dude, he's mm-hmm. always eating, consistently eating. So he's got all the energy, all the natural energy. Yeah, it's like and then he drinks energy. his pre workout as and well. And he huh? drinks the pre workout, and he has really good like. Uh, South Carolina food and stuff. And he was like, he was talking about, he was talking about some brisket and oh some mashed my. potatoes and all this shit. And literally, I was like, can you take your MRE and just go? You're already making me hungry. <laughs> he started bawling. He started bawling, laughing. That is. So and he was funny. like, hey, uh, tell your pop simplify. And I was like, yes, sir, I will. And I, I love that guy because he's just so real. He's just instantly just like, I'm here to get in the gym. I'm about the community. I'm about my fitness and everybody else's fitness around me. Like, and I was like, damn, that's what's up. That's what's up. I like that energy. I want to be like that guy. That's that's the type of shit I like. Yeah, I don't know if you were you there when he told me that he was helping his friend who was struggling mentally, emotionally. He said something about it. Were you there when he was? Talking I don't. Wasn't there. I wasn't there. So he said that his friend was struggling emotionally. And he was in military too, and he said he hates to see his brothers struggling. So right. he got him to go to the gym. Right. And then he looked at me, and he was all like, "I would do the same thing for you." He was all, "He's all, we're all family in the military, Bro, whether those you're Marines in or are not." Some fucking hard asses. And he's all, "You may have been in a different branch, but at the end of the day, all of the branches were all brothers and sisters." Facts. If you told me that you're about. To do something that you'd regret, I would grab you instantly and take you to the gym. Right. So the dude, he has a heart. And it comes out of hard places. I mean, they they say it too. uh, You know, diamonds are made through pressure. And I don't know a single person that I thought was ever interesting that didn't have a crazy-ass background. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are some normal people out there that have crazy-ass backgrounds and have... um, or like and have crazy or there's some normal people out there and they don't have very crazy backgrounds or whatever. Mom and pop are happy, you know, never missed a fucking payment ever. Have a nine to five job, they're perfectly fine, they're doing their thing, whatever. They work at an accountant job or whatever the fuck. Never had maybe had some sp- small issues in school or something or whatever. I feel like at that point you don't have really a whole lot to talk about because everything was just It's very cookie so cutter. Low. It's very cookie cutter. So, I mean, you know, and there's some interesting people out there that are like that. I know I know plenty of them, and they're good friends of mine. And I'll have conversation with conversations with them, and they'll ask me stuff like, 
how do you go on the road and just go and just do music? You don't know how the fuck it's going to go. Or like, like, how do you just move out of your town for uh, not knowing what's going to happen? Like, you didn't even go to, you didn't even explore Portland before before moving here. I'm like, you I just fucking get do up shit. And do it. You just fucking get up and do it, mate. You just fucking do shit. I'm just a wild person, and I'm totally fine with just doing wild shit for other people to learn. It's not a good idea, or it's a great idea. You know what I mean? Like. I'm totally fine with being the guinea pig with a lot of things. I think a lot of the times you just, it's not how do you, it's not how do you do it. I just almost lost my breath for a second. You're good, you're good, you're good. (laughs) It's not how do you do it, but it's more of I just take it with me and I just keep moving forward. Right. And then I just go and do whatever I'm planning on doing. Right, exactly. So it's not really planning to do it. You just do it. Right, right. And it's just, if you... Because if you if you lay the foundation of the confidence of doing something that you want to do, you will more than likely you'll you'll speak it into fruition basically. And what we were talking about earlier is that when I do uh, when I do something, not if I do something, not what if I do something, or that that kind of stuff is, is that I am gonna do this. I am going to do this. Yep. And no matter which way you look at it, it might take you forever. It might take you a month. It doesn't matter what if you if you say if you say that you're going to do something, most of the time you're tricking your brain in saying, Oh, it's gonna get done. Because your brain is smarter than your consciousness. I think that's one thing that most people get confused or switch up is that like your consciousness is your brain, right? Versus I feel like your consciousness is actually an attachment from your brain, but is not just your brain alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're kind of tricking your brain. So like you're sitting there and you're just like, I am going to do this. You're already starting to do it just because you said that. And then once you start to continually doing that, your mind starts to believe it. And then you go to do it. Why I always say is that you should always schedule shit. Even if you, even if you just write it out or just write out everything, that's my, that's my biggest thing ever is that no matter what, just write it out. Even if it sucks. Like when it comes to me writing lyrics, I always just go, I'm just going to write it out. It's either going to be stupid as fuck or it might be useful. Mm-hmm. And even if it's stupid as fuck, I might as well write it out first and then reread it just to make sure that I know it's not stupid as fuck or it is stupid as fuck. Just kind of going down that general idea, um, but to kind of under, but to kind of reiterate and rehash kind of small things like that. It at the end of the day, I think it's the vibe that you try to push out there is the problem with a lot of negative people that I know. Um, it comes down to them not wanting to get themselves out of it. Cause something I've learned. Sorry, keep going, keep going. But I also feel like I'm trying to like slow down the conversations. Yeah. Um, so like the negative people, I feel like a lot of people, they want things to turn up one way and they're not willing to allow it to go another way versus somebody who just was like, how do you do that? Like, okay, you plan for this way, but it goes another way, and you just go with it. 
like a struggle I deal with is I feel I I feel personally like I'm on the other side of the struggle now. And that's like what I'm saying is when I when I joked about, yeah, my lyrics are gonna suck because I'm on the other side and I'm not depressed anymore. So I I don't feel like they're gonna be fucking interesting because most people are depressed or um that's the type of shit that helped me out is like depressing lyrics and all that kind of stuff and or like real lyrics like I can make real lyrics but most people want to attach to stuff that they're either struggling with or whatever I it's that's just that's just my thought process on the whole thing but um when it comes down to people who like I feel like I'm on the other side of the battle and I see the battle going on in somebody else Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like I get frustrated with the fact that I literally can grab you right now and drag you along to do it. But I also got to remember that I didn't get dragged along to do these to go through that battle. Sometimes it's good to have just the battle go out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you just, you just kind of dish it out. Like when... I know someone I know is struggling and I can give them all the all the tools to take care of themselves like I always say take your vitamins go to the gym things that I do like moderate there give yourself a chance to you know write down the problems that you have go and have a conversation with somebody oh I hate talking to people well so do I but it's one of my favorite things to do because I feel like not only does it heal me, but I feel like I'm connected with somebody else that could also have the same problems that I do or even have something completely different because then that way I get a different perspective on something. And I personally have an open mind on a lot of those types of things, so then that helps me out more than, more as of or more than anybody anybody else I have a conversation with. Mm-hmm. Is that like if I don't learn if they don't learn something from it, I know I will, even if it's the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm learning something, but is going. But it's important for people to go down the rabbit hole and deal with it themselves. And I struggle with that because I could literally just grab them, and be like, "Dude, you just got to do this, this, and this." Okay, cool, do it. But it's not that easy as just doing it. It's having the motivation to do it, going through the trials and errors of doing it. Some things that, like, I literally just will be like, no, trust me, this doesn't work. Those types of things. Mm -hmm. Those types of things, those those are the ones I will, no matter how much I try to make myself better in that type of field, I will be like, nah, dude, it doesn't work. It doesn't fucking work. Eating cheeseburgers and watching movies and just letting the time fly or whatever, it's not going to work. One thing that I've actually learned, and I'm not going to say who told me this, but just confusing yourself that you're going to be okay, just mentally, just reiterating me like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Something, Something with that has to do has to deal with changing the way you think. Is if at the end of the day you're gonna be fine, you're you're gonna be fine. Yeah. That's, 
and then that instantly changes something. And that's a step. And I feel like when it comes to people learning how to go through certain things, I feel like you have to build foundations not only on um, how you want to feel, but how you want to live. Wouldn't you think like an important part of it too is also addressing, I'm struggling with this. And I mean, yeah, you're still adding, I'm fine, but also addressing the struggle that you're going through. Right, exactly. Not just allowing it to just fester. Not just say, oh, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, and like ignoring it, but also saying, I'm struggling with such and such, but I'll be fine. Right, exactly. So not forgetting to address it, because if you don't address it, you're not initially going to work through it, you're more just going to cover it up. You want to know what's actually, this is, you know, people are going to get mad at me for this one, but um, what I think is actually a really good method at least in my thought process of doing that on a gamer level, playing on hard mode on anything, like whatever the hardest mode. Oh my of, gosh. That irritates me. That's it what I'm saying. So is it irritates you, right? It's because you're playing a game and you don't want to like be mad at the video game because this is your leisure time. Like that's what most people, when they play a video game, this is oh. like, Hey, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to deal with any bullshit or whatever. I just have to play this game, and I literally am just having a good time. It's so I'll play Madden on freaking. Okay, so the new Madden game is so much harder okay. on all Madden than the old one. Right. But when I play all Madden on the new one, I get so. Pissed. Is that like the highest level? Yes. Okay. I usually play on the second to hardest level, and I usually do very well. But something about the new one, I struggle, and it makes me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's but that's the thing though is that but it it's way more rewarding at the end of the day when you beat it on the hardest level, right? Yeah. So that that is my takeaway is that like if anything, like if you like playing video games and stuff and you like doing stuff, like I'll I'll give a great example. Dom will never come on this podcast, but cuz he's told me so multiple times that he won't come on the podcast, but I'm gonna call him out right now and I hope he fucking listens to this. But he plays Siege because he literally plays on the hardest fucking game possible, mm-hmm. and he's fucking great at it. And it's probably why he's able to stay depressed, but also not be, like, super depressed, is because he lives in fucking limbo. He lives in limbo. If he plays Siege, he beats the fuck out of everybody, and he feels great at the end of the day, and then he goes back and cycles through and does the same fucking shit. He'll go through, he plays the one of the craziest instruments, which is fucking drums, and he kills it, and he's like, lightweight. He's just like, lightweight, this is fucking 15 pounds, whatever. Fucking everybody else who picks it up is like 95 pounds. Like, how do you bench this? What are you doing? How are you bicep curling this bitch? And it's like, nah, easy. And he just go, and he just does some fucking rift, and he's like, alright, cool. I'm good. I'm going to go play Siege now. It's because he's always strengthening his mind. Because he's always strengthening his mind. That's like, you know, and I'll give him that. He doesn't He doesn't go to the gym. He doesn't take his vitamins and stuff. I don't think he's really good with his nutrition uh, personally. But he also does cook for himself, though, which is still better than most people. But because of his job, I imagine he just he's also always busy. So mm-hmm. he's not able to just cook food beforehand and then go or whatever. And Dom's always like, I don't give a fuck. So it's it's one of those moments where it's just like, hey, you know, you could also do multiple things. And he's like, nope, this works for me. Whatever. Yeah. And it's like, 
I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. But that's what I'm saying is it's like one of those moments where I struggle with trying to, it was like, but you could do better. Those types of things. Because I feel like, and, and cause that also kind of makes me feel shitty because I feel like I have an ego at that sense. Because I'm like, Oh, hey, I feel like I'm better than you. And it's like, I don't feel like... That's not what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying, right, exactly. But I feel like that's that's what I'm saying. You know, like from an outsider's perspective, if it's anywhere close to shit I don't like, I instantly cut it off. That's why, like, a lot of times I'll, I'll make fun of myself or do that type of stuff. And Smokey, what are you doing? Just she, want my she microphone. She wants the loves. She wants the loves. She's on my lap. And she just wants to love. She's messing with my microphone. Um, but we, we got to start wrapping this up. Yeah, exactly. Because I got to get up in three hours. I end up losing battery. Um, but that's that's my main thing is is that I feel like that's one thing I struggle with. But um, also is a good thing to have is to struggle with helping other people because then that means that you are in a more positive space. And you need to stop digging your fucking nails <laughs> into my goddamn leg. Cat. Her eyes were like halfway Fuck open. This cat, and she was man. bobbing her head. Side Fuck to this side. cat. She just wants a lot of love right Whatever. now. Whatever. Anywho, with that, <laughs> with that, uh, we'll check you guys later. We're on Spotify. We're on Instagram. We're on Patreon. Hit us up. Help us out. Uh, tell a buddy. Tell a mom. Tell a dad, tell a friend, tell a sister, tell a brother. Tell, tell the whole world. Tell the fucking whole world. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about or any questions you have uh, for us, you more feel more than welcome to DM us or hit us up on our comment section or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like a broken record saying that shit, but have I missed anything? No, I think got about everything. I feel like we need to say this every time because you never know. Somebody, we're growing the fan base, people. This is only episode thirteen. We're not Joe Rogan on episode fifteen thousand, Viga Majigger, whatever, how many, whatever the fuck. The we're we're just doing this stuff. So until until we get more comfortable and we get more into a fan base, we won't have to reiterate the same shit. But I appreciate you guys six sticking around for this long and listening to us rant and say I appreciate you spiel. five listeners that Michael said there's five <laughs> listeners it's actually just my mom Freddie oh, thinks that he it's watches okay. Ethan I... thinks that he watches so does a bunch of other people that I've talked about about the <laughs> podcast surprisingly enough I'll, I'll tell you more about who who's told me that they listen to us on air or okay. off air and uh, dude it's fucking funny it's fucking okay. funny I was like oh shit Anywho, um, we'll check you guys later. This has been Counter Guys. All right, later. Peace.